Well, good Wednesday, noonday to all my friends who can join me live. Uh, so glad to see you today. And I hope that today is a good day for you in the Lord. What does the scripture say? This is the day well, that the Lord has Wednesday, made. Noonday to all my friends. And I would rejoice and be glad in it. Well, Today we continue to think about persisting under pressure. And um, so I've got some sayings for you. I was reading this the other day. I was reminded me I was laughing about it. Have you ever prayed this prayer? Uh, today we talk about persisting uh, in waiting. Now, some of you are maybe you're waiting for um, somebody to call you back and give you information that you've been asking for. Maybe you're going to have to go today and wait at the doctor's office or wait at the dentist or <clears throat> our favorite wait in line at the store. Uh, waiting. It's a part of life. It's something we get or get out on the road and there's an accident and you have to sit and wait for them to come and clear it out. Well, I read this the other day. Maybe this is um, the way you're praying today in what you're facing in your trials. You're waiting during your trials. Lord, give me patience. I want it right now. Now that, that's not the way we're really supposed to do it. Maybe the opposite would be, and I think it's much better, and it's what we'll learn today. God gives the best things to those who wait for Him. God gives the best things at the best time to those who wait on Him. So here's David, Psalm 62, uh, some wonderful words uh, that I think will help us today. And then I want to just talk for a moment more about uh, these um, issues related to our thoughts on waiting. But let's hear God's word and be encouraged uh, by it today. Psalm 62, if you have your Bible and you can look at it, if not, you can just listen to me as I read it. I'm going to read uh, Psalm 62, 1 and 2. And then Psalm 62, verses 5 through 8. My soul waits in silence for God only. From Him is my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. My stronghold, I shall not be greatly shaken. Then verse 5. My soul wait in silence for God only. For my hope is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. My stronghold, I shall not be shaken. On God my salvation and my glory rest. The rock of my strength, my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Those are such encouraging words. So the pressure of waiting. I was just recording and thinking about some ways that uh, that I in my own life have, you know, we all wait. I wait. And yet there are different kinds of waiting. They're waiting for some of these temporary things like we were talking about. But there's also the reality of having to wait for some of our big issues to resolve themselves. You know, the reality is that your trials and mine, my friend, your trials and mine, 
don't begin or end when we choose. You know that? It's important for us to remember that. Um, the Lord Jesus said, in this world you will have trials. Well, the reality of life is we learn it young and it stays with us all the way to the grave. Uh, we, in life, our trials, they begin when they begin and they end when they end. And we who are believers in Jesus Christ know that God has allowed all these things to pass through his hands or sent them to us directly for his glory and for our own purposes so that we might share in his holiness. Another thing I was thinking about, and maybe uh, you've been asking uh, God in your prayers to relieve some pressure, some trial in your life, and yet it seems God hasn't answered your prayer. You're waiting on God's answer to your prayer. Well, you know, the encouraging thing is God does hear us when we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, according to his will, uh, when we've confessed our sin, when we're in right relationship with him, he hears us. And then in the appropriate time and way, he gives us an answer uh, to our requests. So it's a matter of praying and waiting. Waiting and praying. It doesn't matter which one goes first. The reality is we have to do both. Another thing I was thinking about, and I ask it to you in the form of a question, Do you are you currently counting, you're counting like days and months and perhaps even years regarding a, a, a certain trial in your life and wondering why God delays? You know, waiting is tied to delays. You go to the airport, chances are you're going to be delayed. Uh, chances are sometimes the flight is canceled. Well, so we wait. We wait with cance cancellations in our life. We wait with delays uh, to those things that we ask God to do. Um, so I wonder today if you are feeling the weight of your pressures. Last week we talked about impossible situations and learning how to persist in impossible situations. And uh, the week before we talked about learning how to persist in loneliness. But today we talk about this matter of waiting on God and waiting with all of our trials still on us, still feeling the pressure of it every day. You know, there's nothing harder than waiting with no promise of the pain ending. There's, there's nothing harder. And I know some of you very well, and I know today, you're having a hard day because you're waiting, and there seems to be no promise of a time when the pain will end. But I want you to know the Lord is with you, even in your pain. He walks with us. He stays with us. He is at our side, those of us who know the Lord Jesus Christ. How can someone not know the Lord Jesus Christ and make it in life? How can someone have no hope and no God in this world? Well, that's, that's the issue for many. I'm speaking to my Christian friends today about the joy and blessing of God being with us in our trials and yet not, res not relieving us of them, allowing us to stay in them, and so we wait. We wait. 
So let's go to Psalm 62 for some. Let, let's uh, let's hear God's word on this. Uh, interesting what David says. I've got uh, several observations. I'll just make them for you here. And uh, by the way, I do mention this to you. If you go to the website, uh, First Baptist Church Dixon. Dot org. You can go out and find this outline is there of my comments, and you can always have that each uh, each time we do this on Wednesday noondays. It's there for Sunday morning worship uh, services also, and so and Wednesday nights. So you can always pick up the outline and try to give those to you uh, for you as a service. But uh, I want you to see here, David is talking about waiting on God under pressure. He says some interesting things here. He he shows us that only waiting on God is our remedy and our answer. Only waiting on God is our remedy. He says it, first of all, in the form of a testimony. Look at this. In uh, uh, He says it to whoever's reading God's Word. We're reading it now. In our generation, he spoke it <clears throat> perhaps out loud to people in his own day. So he was under these troubles in his life, and he was waiting on God, and he says, My soul waits in silence for God only. Notice he says, my soul waits. And what is our soul? Well, in the Old Testament, our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. So you have to wait in your thinking and in your mind. You have to wait in not acting with your will. And you've got to wait in allowing uh, painful and negative sinful emotions to take control of you while you're waiting on God. Uh, actually, if we read this in the Hebrew language, the way it's written in Hebrew, it reads differently. Only for God in silence does my soul wait. Now, think about it that way. Here, uh, David describes waiting and silence as going together. Generally, when we wait, if we have to wait long enough, we're not very silent, are we? We're pretty loud about it. We gripe about it. We complain about it. We murmur about it. We fuss. Uh, we, we, we get impatient. And uh, we're not silent. But, oh, only for God in silence does my soul wait. In fact, uh, the, the little word only uh, is a little trivial point. But only is found six times in this psalm. Uh, six times. Only, only, only. So here it is. My soul waits in silence for God only. All right. Now, I've got to talk about that for a moment. What are you waiting for today only? Now, this is important. Don't miss this. Are you waiting on others? Is, are, other, are other people who are part of the trial what you're waiting on? Some of you are waiting on somebody, aren't you? No. You can't be waiting on that person or those persons. You must wait only on God. Now, this, is, this is a very important insight David's giving us here. Are you waiting on a circumstance to change? Maybe it's your health or there's some uh, there's something going on in, at work or some other trial. You're, you're waiting on the trial. You're focused on the trial only. Or uh, you're, you're, yourself. You can't seem to be motivated to do something. The weight is actually on you. You're waiting on yourself. But here we learn that we're not to wait on others or ourselves or our circumstances to direct our life. Uh, but we're to wait only for God, listen, to work in and through us for His own glory. That's what we learn to do here. So only wait for God to direct your life. That's number one. That's found in verse number one. Only wait for God to direct your life. Don't 
Some of us today are like the ocean. We're letting people and circumstances push us around. No, whatever's coming in my life, I bear up under it because I'm going to trust in God and wait on God alone. Secondly, only wait for God as you trust Him. That's the There's the whole key. We've talked about faith in God all the way along these times of persisting. The only way I can endure and persist in my trials is to trust God. And when I trust God, then I can wait on God. If I trust somebody, I can wait for them, can't I? I can wait for them to provide the best for me, which they may not have given me yet, but I can trust them. Listen to this. Uh, 62.1, my soul waits in silence for God only. From Him is my salvation. That's it. From Him is my salvation. My salvation doesn't come through myself or through other people or through some change in my circumstances. That's why I don't wait on those things. I wait. See, we, if we're waiting on those things, it's like you're putting your trust in them. No, no, no. You must put your trust in God, my friend. Put your trust in God. Because He is the God of your salvation. He saves you and gives you eternal life. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, then He also will save you and deliver you from all kinds of situations and circumstances in your life in His time. So He says, from Him is my salvation. And then later in verse 8, he's, uh, He says, trust in Him at all times. O people, pour out your heart before God. God is a refuge for us. Trust in Him at all times. So only when we wait for God to direct our life and only when we wait for God as we trust Him do we discover the joy that comes in our experience with God. And that's the third thing. Only when we wait for God do we experience quiet stillness. Now that <clears throat> that's this word silence. My soul, verse 5. Now he talks to himself. See, first it was a testimony. My soul waits in silence. For God only. That's a testimony of his faith in God. I'm trusting God and waiting on God in my circumstances, in my situation, whatever it is, whatever my trial. Now he comes to it and says, my soul, talks to himself. We've talked about this before. Pretty much every day I have to have a talk with myself as well as a talk with God. I have to sit down and say to myself, soul, why are you discouraged? Soul, why are you fearful? Soul, why are you angry? Soul, why are you... I have to discover and determine why my soul wait in silence for God only. Some of you today, the best thing you could do when you get off of this time in the Word is sit down and say, my soul, my soul. Say it with all your heart to yourself. Maybe you go look in the mirror. My soul, wait in silence for God only. Yes. Mind, wait for God only. Emotions, wait for God only. Will, don't go do something. Don't, don't take it out of God's hands. Wait for God only. So God says to Abraham, I'm going to give you a child. Well, Abraham and his wife got impatient. And guess what? They tried to take care of it on their own. And all of human history was changed because of their impatience of Abraham not being willing to be faithful and trust God and his timing. So, only wait for God to direct your life. My soul waits in silence for God only. That's verse 1. Secondly, only wait for God as you trust Him. 
From him is my salvation. Trust in him at all times. Trust in him at all times. When you're in the darkest despair and you think it's never going to change, like we said last week, you must trust God. Third, only wait for God in quiet and stillness. Tell yourself to wait on God. His knowledge is perfect, my friends. His timing is just right. And His ways are exactly what you need. That becomes important. It's quiet waiting, quiet, trustful waiting. There's such a, there's such a, a, a great trust and love when you see a child who knows they can count on their mother or father, especially babies with their mothers. They just, they... Once they're fed, they're just so satisfied and they're still and quiet there with their mother. That's the way it must be for us. Finally, only wait for God in secure assurance. Now, this is good. Uh, 62.6, I uh, shall not be shaken. He says, my soul wait in silence for God only, for my hope is from Him. He only is my rock and my strength, and I shall not be shaken. Now look, are you shaking today? I, I don't mean, I mean, maybe you are physically, but are you shaken today? Are you shaken by some circumstance in your life? Are you shaken by some trial? Uh, it's causing you to be fearful. It's calling, causing you to be in despair. Are you shaken today? Well, don't be shaken. When you, when you wait on God, you become unshakable. When you wait on God, you become unshakable. And that's what we all need. So we hear God's word. So how do we believe it today? Let me just take a few minutes to elaborate here. So how do we believe God's word? This is what God's word says. That's the teaching of God's word. So now the question is, will I believe it? Will you believe what I'm saying today? Will you really, truly, I'm talking about, will you practice what I call spiritual soul waiting? You must wait. Soul waiting is so crucial for your spiritual health and vitality as a Christian. Now, let's talk for a minute about this word waiting. Let me give you a little, uh, remember now, the Old Testament is written in the Hebrew language. The New Testament is written in the Greek language. Here's a, uh, Hebrew words are very um, uh, picturesque. They're very earthy, they're, they're graphic, they, they, they're usually tied to uh, earthy things, much different than Greek. I don't want to bore you with that, but it's different. But the word, the word for waiting is actually an interesting word. It is the word that means to twist. Now, you got to take it now and think about where I'm going with this. So all of us know what ropes and wires are made of. They're twisted together. I had a, in my first church, when I was just an 18-year-old boy preaching, Pat and I were had a man in our church who had a, a wire rope business in Oklahoma that, you know, for drilling rigs. And uh, they had these huge, uh, very thick wire ropes with metal strands twisted together. He had a machine at his house. It was fascinating to see. He would stretch the, the uh, wire rope on this machine and test it for tension because obviously he didn't want to sell a uh, wire rope that would break on a drilling rig and and uh, injure or kill somebody so it would stretch and stretch and stretch until finally the rope would break this is wire rope wire rope is just like uh, 
uh, regular nylon rope or uh, rope that we know of that use a normal rope, it's strands twisted together. Now stay with me. You see, it's the twisting and the stretching that's in the waiting. That's what you're feeling today. Now, you thought maybe you just ate some food and had an upset stomach. No, actually the twisting and the stretching and the twisting is waiting. It's waiting. And so when, when he uh, says here, my soul is twisted in silence for God only. It sounds strange, but it's, this is what God does. This is God's marvelous way. We don't understand it, my friends. We would never do it this way, would we? Why, why give anybody any troubles? Because troubles don't seem to help, but they actually help you. Listen, waiting on God strengthens you. He's twisting you. He's stretching you. And here's the point. He's strengthening you. You're stronger as you're twisted because in the twisting is your faith. This is what's so beautiful about this. Uh, that's why Isaiah 40, 31 is so good. And it's the same word. They that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. You know, Isaiah ties it to your strength. Our strength comes as we wait on God. Now, why is God doing this in my life? Why this trial? It's the twisting. It's the testing of your faith. It's the strengthening. You're being strengthened. So it's amazing how much you can endure now that you thought before you could not endure. Have you ever looked back on a trial? I was thinking about one in my life the other day. It's been going on a long time. And I thought, well, you know, early on, I said, I'll never be able to make it. Well, it's well on many years and I'm, we're still, I'm still enduring under this particular trial. And you know what? Here I am. I'm still here. I'm still learning to trust God. I'm not saying every day it's been easy. Some days you fall back. Some days you take two steps back to the one you take forward. But the fact is, here I am. I'm still trying to trust God. That's the strength that comes. Strength. We sometimes think of strength as the power that you know, moved the rock out of the way at the resurrection. Yes, and rose the Lord Jesus from the dead. But power is something that sustains you daily. It doesn't have to be this dramatic uh, thought of power. Power is what gets you by. Power, the power of God is what comes and strengthens you as you trust Him. Look, thirdly, God's ways are based on His timing, not our timing. So we have a clock, don't we? We have a clock in our minds. Why is this taking so long? That's what you keep saying about your trial. Why? Doesn't God know what time it is? Doesn't God understand what I'm going through? Friend, God's ways, this is why we trust and wait on God alone, because His ways um, are based on His timing and not ours. So what do we do? We faithfully, you must faithfully, this is what I'm asking you to do. Will you believe God? and faithfully wait on God in your life. Well, you see, that's the condition of all of God's children. Did you know that every believer I'm talking to today, we're all joined in waiting for one thing together? Have you forgotten what it is? I'll read it to you. We've been looking at it in Philippians uh, on Wednesday nights. Philippians 3.20. We, God's people, we eagerly wait for a Savior. Jesus Christ our Lord. We wait for Him. We wait for the Lord Jesus to come. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
So, will you believe God that waiting is a means of twisting and stretching you to be strong in the Lord? Waiting on God strengthens you as He twists you and stretches you in your faith. God's ways are based on His timing, not our timing, and faithfully waiting on God is the condition of all God's children. Look, I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to look in the eyes of any believer of any age who's not waiting on God. We all must wait on God. That's the position we're in. We wait for Him. We wait for Him. Now, so how do we live this? How do we live it? Well, three things for you. Number one, as I've said repeatedly here, wait on God as your only source of help. That's right. Don't go, don't start calling everybody. Don't start texting. Don't start looking online. Uh, don't start, wait on God. Wait. It's what you say to your kids sometimes. You know, they start to get ahead on something. What do you do? You put your hand up, say, wait a minute. Well, maybe I need to say to you, my friend, wait another day, wait another year, wait multiple years. <laughs> I'm not trying to discourage you. Wait on God. Wait on God. He's the one you must wait on. He must. He takes care and clears out trials in his own time, in his own way, and handles them. But we wait on him to do that work, not us. Also, tell yourself to wait on God in your trials. That's what I mentioned earlier. Say to yourself today, have a talk with yourself as you get off. My soul, wait in silence for God only. My soul, wait in silence for God only. And then finally, I hope that you can quietly rest today in God's timing and purposes for your life. Well, uh, the prayer we started with is the prayer of impatience and, wait, and, and uh, inability to wait. We said, Lord, give me patience. I want it right now. But here, maybe a better way to pray is this. I just submit this to you. Maybe as you wait on God, you say to the Lord, Lord, I wait on you whenever and whatever you do for your own glory. I'll say it again. Lord, I wait on you whenever and whatever you do for your glory. Amen. It's always a blessing to meet with you, and I know many of you cannot be live with us, but I know that you uh, have been... Uh, looking at these videos as we post them, and I'm glad. Uh, it's a joy for me to share this with you, and I hope that you will help me. We're trying to spread the word. Some of you are very, uh, very connected on your Facebook page or YouTube pages. Please like or uh, share. If, if this has been a blessing for you, share it with somebody today and so that they can hear God's word and the time we've had together. It's a blessing to be with you. I'm so delighted that we've had this time together. Let me read it again for our encouragement. My soul waits in silence for God only. From Him is my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be greatly shaken. My soul, wait in silence for God only. For my hope is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I shall not be shaken. On God, my salvation and my glory rest. The rock of my strength, my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him 
God is a refuge for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Word of God, the encouragement we have in it. We will wait on you. We will wait on you. And you will give us the best in your timing. And we thank you for trusting trusting faith that calms our hearts. And I pray for my brothers and sisters who hear these words that their hearts might be calmed as they faithfully, trustingly wait on you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that today is a great day for you. Come join us on Sunday as we talk about As For Me and My House. We will serve the Lord, calling our parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents to care about the souls of their children. Invite somebody to come. Hope to see you then. May the Lord bless you. It's great to see you today.